I love being clean. I do too. But sometimes with the hustle and bustle of the holidays, you forget to poo. So I use Super Colon Cleanse to keep me regular every day. With Super Colon Cleanse, you'll go every day, whether you want to or not. Super Colon Cleanse. Happy New Year's, honey. It's all over the floor! <laughs> My bad. Feel clean from the inside out. Have a happy new year with the Brit Summers Show. The real alternative to mindless garbage. Everybody, it's the Brit Summer Show, and I'm back. This is the first installment of the 2022 run of the Brit Summer Show. And uh, am I going to do the uh, sentimental look back at 2021? Let's do the top 10 events that happened in 2021. <laughs> am I going to torture my audience with that? Uh, no! No, I will not. Talk about filling time to sell ads. It's just time filler. And as far as podcasters are concerned, uh, there's other news you can uh, discuss on your shows. You don't have to take a tender look back at the past year. I give my audience more credit than that. I think they have a pretty good memory and, and, and they can remember back past a few weeks. What is that about? Gee, you know, by golly gosh, you remember 2021. Yeah, let's take a look back now. A tender look at 2021. Uh, do you remember when this happened? I am not going to do that. And I resent it. When other topical shows or so-called news shows on the cable networks do that as well. Now, I have to bring you up to date on a change that's uh, going on with uh, my show. Because uh, my website is on GoDaddy. Which And I've been with them, geez, for almost 12 years now. And I got it. And they admitted it, too. Their email client that comes with the website, it sucks. And they admitted it, too. It's based on, like, uh, Windows 95. It was really bad. So what did they do? They sent these uh, notices out. We're going to retool your email client. So we will be taking down your current email client and replacing it with Microsoft. And you got to pay for that. And uh, I don't want to pay for that. So here's what I did. Uh, I, I started a uh, Gmail account, that, where you, and, and it's linked onto my website. So if you want to contact me, you still can. I just It's just a different address. So going forward, uh, if you want to send me an email, my new address is, and it's, Pretty easy to figure out. The Brittany Summers Show at Gmail. And that's that. I couldn't use the Brit Summers Show. Somebody's using that, strangely enough. Uh, so that's what it will be henceforth. The Brittany Summers Show at Gmail. And it's uh, one T and one M. And there you have it. 
So now that we got that uh, business out of the way, I'm still going to start off light for the first show of the year because I've got things here. Oh, I just don't want to go into my uh, apoplectic rage right now. Uh, (laughs) I mean, we just came out of the holidays. We're all kind of relaxed, I hope. I mean, despite the Omicron surging all over the country. And yeah, I'm, I'm triple vaxxed. But if Pfizer approves the fourth one, well, then it's just going to be... Shoot the juice to me, Bruce. Yeah. And if they approve a fifth one, it's just going to be... Pop the fluid in me, Louis. And on and on it goes. Because, uh... <laughs> I don't want to get sick. And I have a, a, a roommate with comorbidities. Uh, she gets sick. That's it. It's over. But be- <laughs> before I get into any of the hardcore stuff. I want to start off with uh, my Brit Summers Hollywood Review. Yes, over the holiday weekend, there have been several films and documentaries that were launched, and uh, most of them, well, I'm going to cover three of them here. Starting with, and if you haven't seen it, uh, and you don't have the Disney Channel, which I don't, and uh, my sister, uh, we... uh, absconded the Disney Channel <laughs> for for just to watch the Beatles documentary get back and wow wow it's the only time in my life I was watching a any type of uh, documentary or film it's the only time ever in my life I was paralyzed I could not move and if you're a Beatles fan you don't want to miss this there's so much to unpack there, but I, I, I'm not going to because not everybody's seen it yet. And if you have to beg, borrow, and steal to get it, the best thing to do, <clears throat> and I can't because the way my lousy internet's set up here, I can't, I don't even have access to the Disney Channel, even if I wanted to subscribe. So if you do have access to it, I mean, on your computer or any of that, I think it's... Uh, Six ninety nine a month. Just get it for the one month. And I don't care if Disney gets pissed off that I say that, because I, I hate Disney. Uh, so screw them. If it's the only way you could see it, it's worth the seven bucks. Just to sign up for one month and then tell them to go cox a hoist after that. But just to see this documentary, and it's eight hours long. Peter Jackson said he had over 60 hours of it, and they whittled it down to eight hours. I, I can only imagine what the other stuff's about. I mean... Damn, I, 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 like I said, I could not move. I, I, I could not take my eyes off of this thing. And if you're not a Beatles fan, don't watch it. You know what you can do. Um, there are things in there. When you, you know, we have these music aficionados who think they know every detail about the, uh, the Beatles, the history of the Beatles. There's stuff in there that nobody knew. And it's just fascinating. A uh, couple of things I, I got from, I, I, I never realized, <laughs> yeah, John Lennon was supposed to be the intellectual Beatle. <laughs> he was far from that. I mean, you can see how they got into that uh, Maharishi Guru stuff. That was all John, because he was easily bamboozled. He's raving about Alan Klein. It's like, and, and the rest of them are like, uh, Huh? And the Yoko thing, and yeah, I've heard the reviews where, oh, they were in love. They were in love. Listen, that studio was a place of business, and all she did, she redefined interloper. Uh, I mean, they're having a discussion about a songwriting process, and there she plops her untalented ass right in the middle of these guys and, and reads a newspaper. It wasn't so much that, uh, <laughs> I mean, the rest of them had their wives and their kids in there, that's fine. But everybody understood, with the exception of Yoko Ono, everybody understood that they had business to do, they, and it was fun to watch, and you were watching a famous band. So just shut up, enjoy it, and uh, whatever it is. In fact, Linda Eastman was there, and she even said, I am here as a fan. Not Yoko. She was a shirt disturber. I mean, just mean-spirited, self-absorbed, and... Totally not into 
any kind of music at all. I mean, that's obvious. She just wanted to get up everybody's ass. And you know what? You can't blame her that much. It Basically, John never... He should have told her to just sit down and shut up and leave us alone. Let us do our... No, no. He, he was like playing grab ass with her and stuff. And other guys are trying to concentrate and come up with ideas and all this. And uh, it, was, it was interesting because uh, John just... He was not into it anymore. Very, very little. It took Paul to draw him back in to get them to create. And and it was interesting. I'm not going to say, because you got to watch it, how Paul drew him back in to get him interested in it again. It, it was really sweet what he did. I mean, those last two albums, it's clear. It was all Paul McCartney. John had very little input on it. And George had some, but then he quit the band, which I didn't know he quit the band. It was... Uh, a, a, a happy experience and in some ways sad because the way Peter Jackson edited it and uh, the, the quality of the video, it's like you're actually there with them. It's like an intimate experience and you don't think John and George are dead. It, it just doesn't enter your mind watching this. It's like they're alive and vital in doing things. Uh, and... Uh, there's one, and I'm not going to go on much more about it, but there was one standout moment in Get Back when you see it. And, uh, and I'm not, it's not a spoiler, this was out, but there's a point there where Paul takes a break to go to lunch with his brother. And it's uh, George and John, and they're having a discussion quite amiably. And George said, you know, I've got enough songs to do my own album, which he did. They all did. And then they both agreed that they could have had solo albums and still did Beatles stuff every now and then. Which made perfect sense. Even the crazy John. But Paul wasn't around. And then they never followed up on it. And he didn't. He says later, recently, had he known, he would have said yeah. But uh, things got to... They just got moved ahead and uh, never came up again, which is, that to me was really tragic, that the, that they could have had uh, other Beatle albums and still done their solo projects. Uh, and it's interesting, uh, McCartney's first album with the cherries on it, <laughs> that was going to be, those are Beatles songs, which I'm going to be playing the parodies of that coming up. But what uh, was fascinating to me, 50 stars, highly recommended. And if you, have, if you know somebody who has the Disney Channel, pay them 20 bucks or <laughs> just go watch it. Uh, it's just... Whew. Uh, and the other uh, movie I saw, which uh, came out over the holidays, was uh, Being the Ricardos, which I heard good things about and uh, not so good things about. And here's my review on Being the Ricardos. Yeah, it was okay. Uh, Nicole Kidman, uh, she got her mannerisms down. She got the voice down. <laughs> she doesn't look a damn thing like Lucy, but the, uh, the uh, mannerisms and, uh, and the voice, she got that down. And it was almost like perfection when they were doing the I Love Lucy show, doing the gags and everything. Of course. Of course, she had a copious amount of material to study, and, and you know, she did. She did a very good job. Um, Javier Bardem, uh, well, he was, <laughs> he was Desi in Being the Ricardos. And, you know, he is a really good actor. He, he's damn good. <laughs> but he, I, I'm sorry, I, I couldn't suspend belief from that. I mean, I, I just... First of all, Bardem is a, a baritone. Desi was a tenor. Uh, well, kind of mid-range tenor. He had a much higher voice than Javier Bardem. <laughs> and you could hear, I mean, you could hear the difference. I, mean, I wish George Rodriguez was alive, because he loved Desi Arnaz. <laughs> and instead of Babalu, it was Babalu. <laughs> that part bothered me. Uh Phenomenal actor. It's just uh, he, he, he couldn't do Desi. 
But who stole the movie? Who did the best impersonation <laughs> of anybody on the I Love Lucy show? J.K. Simmons. He was, and, and he's tall and thin. Uh, William Frawley was uh, short and fat, but he pulled it off. I mean, he was Bill Frawley. He's Bill Frawley. Bum, 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 bum. What a great job he did. I mean, it's worth watching just to watch J.K. Simmons play Bill Frawley. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's it's an okay watch. I mean, if you want to suspend your belief about Desi Arnaz. <laughs> I mean, he had the, the business end down. You didn't mess with the Cuban. And I, I think that's what uh, George Rodriguez admired so much about Desi Arnaz. I mean, yeah, he'd act silly on the TV show in goofy situations and... and Behind the scenes, he was uh, a hard driver. I mean, man, him and her. Is it worth watching? It's okay. And it's on Amazon Prime. But here's the big surprise hit, and it is a hit, that I didn't, I wasn't aware of it until I got back from my uh, holiday trip. I'm looking at this thing on Netflix, and I'm like, what is it? Don't look up. What is that? I checked it out. And I got to tell you, <laughs> man, did I like that movie. Don't look up. relatively new uh, so I, I don't want to spoil it but uh, let's just say oh yeah it's worth watching and if you're a Republican if you're a Trumper ooh, you're gonna hate it they hate it and you when you watch it you'll see why the, uh, the guy made it Adam McKay with the help of Dave Sirota started out making this picture about uh, it was about climate change and how nobody takes it seriously and that was like you know 2018 when I started writing this thing and then COVID hit the pandemic and you could see how they worked it into the script and man <laughs> they really uh, you know we've heard all this the drummers with the uh, it's a it's a hoax. It doesn't exist. And they're still doing it now with the Omicron. They're still doing it with that. Doesn't exist. And vaccines don't work. And, uh, and they're putting bots in you. And uh, they're going to make your balls magnetic and all this. That's but it, it's it's not. It's about a meteor that's going to strike the Earth and destroy the Earth. It's not. But it's a metaphorically. It's COVID. It's just like, in, and the, the decline of our civilization, of our social interaction. There ain't none, no mo. It's got nothing to do with the movie. That part's true. It just, uh, it, it, nobody can make a move or have an independent thought without first consulting the internet, be it Facebook or TikTok or whatever they're looking at. I mean, it's a satire in line with Dr. Strangelove. But this goes beyond nuclear warfare. This is even more frightening. It's the decline of our collective intelligence as humans into absolute dependence on social media. And how we have, throughout the world, have collectively declined into the vacuous, the, 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 the emptiness of social media tribalism. They can't formulate a, a thought in their mind. Most people, without first checking their phone or going online, on a computer, whatever, laptop. Everybody's wired in to just the internet. And I, I started thinking back, like when internet first, you know, available in personal computers, it was regarded as nothing more as just a amusing novelty. And that really, that's what it was. It was like, 
uh, this is going to placate the Encyclopedia Britannica. You know, that's what it was, basically. I mean, eBay, I think, was the first big commerce site on there, long before Amazon. I'm talking about mid-90s. Really, in, in a historical perspective, really wasn't that long ago. And look how fast all of our brains just turned into jello and to mush. And, and all of our capabilities to process independent thoughts. Instead, people go online and they, and they listen to unqualified YouTubers who have no idea what they're talking about. About anything. Listen, I, I, I mean, it's not just politics. I'm a, 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 car, a classic car enthusiast. And uh, there's classic car videos on there. And I'm watching these guys. And they're not all like this. Some of them are very knowledgeable. But some of these guys, they're, they're amateur uh, YouTubers. And they'll have like a classic car they're going to look at or whatever it is. And, and then it... It's not that they'll get the information wrong. It's like there's very obvious, historically significant things to say about that particular make and model in here that they just they just don't know. And then they don't bother to do any research on it or whatever. It's like, it. so it's not just people are on the internet right now and politics aside, no matter whether they have no idea what they're talking about. Look at the recipes that are on there. Oh, yeah, some of them are accurate and, and, and good and, and tasty and whatever it is. But you really got to dig around for the ones that are. I mean, for, for example, and I don't use them, but New York Times gives you recipes every day. Uh, I never asked for it, but they do. And they're, they're okay. Again, with the exotic ingredients you can't find anywhere or you can't afford that's why I don't pay attention to it. And there are some good uh, chefs out there that do, do a uh, YouTube video or <clears throat> podcast uh, regarding food. But there's an equal amount of fakers out there. Just I'm talking about food, not politics. They'll say, uh, you can bake a cake in less than uh, 10 seconds. Things like that. It's like, and they don't. They edit video into it where it looks like they're doing. It's just... And people buy it. People believe it. It's like uh, when John Lennon said Alan Klein was a wonderful guy. <laughs> uh, they just they just accept it. Do they go to the library? Do they look at a book? Do they they ask experts? I mean, actual experts, or, or, or no? They go to uh, like a Joe Rogan type uh, mouth breathing slob, and uh, well, according to him, according to what I saw on that show. <laughs> And am I, am I saying anything about this show? No. The hell do I know? I babble for an hour and play silly things. Don't base anything. I, I mean, I, I hope some of my points come across. I mean, like regarding strategizing broadcast communications that the Democrats want nothing to do with. But the Republicans are doing it right now. In fact, I'm sure they, sure they have a, a plan all tied up with a nice bow in place. For 22, ready to launch. Uh, what are we doing? Oh, I'm not going to... Anyway, aside from the politics, there's you get an equal amount of experts to the non-experts. And people seem to be drawn to... And this is what the movie says. People are not so much drawn to the experts for the knowledge part. They're drawn to the entertainment value and the glitz and the glamour part. That's the stuff they really want to like. Is this more fun and it's candy for my brain? Sure. Really, that's what the movie points out, and I loved it. And if I had Adam McKay on my show, here's what I'd ask him. Because maybe it didn't even occur to him. But in the course of writing this film, the Pentagon released all of this UFO information, which they held back for 50, 60 years for fear of public panic and uh, p people will run and, um, you know, do a Kazatsky. Uh, and it turns out when they did that, <laughs> nobody cared. I wonder if that played into it at all. I'd like to ask them that because it happened, what was it, two years ago. The U.S. government says, yeah, 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 we had a UFO experiences. Yeah, there's uh, flying saucers and what have you and aliens and all that. <laughs> and everybody went, 
No, no kidding. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, 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 that's a good, enjoyable program. Oh, okay. Let's, let's yield the floor to Joe Rogan, a slobbering moron who, for some reason, I, how he must have had enough money to hire a great marketing firm. He must have a great agent and a publicist. Nothing else can explain how a moron like that could get all those viewers. I mean, just a babbling, drooling moron. But that's what they like. COVID isn't a real thing. I don't think it's a real thing. I don't need COVID. I don't need a, I don't need a vaccine. I don't Who needs a vaccine? I don't need a vaccine. Oh, yeah, I injected the Vaseline in my balls. I don't need that. Democrat hoax. Democrat hoax. Oh, <laughs> you're going to love this movie. Well, oh no, if you're a Republican, yo, you'll hate it. Because they don't like when the truth is spoken. No. 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 Don't hit them over the head with reality. Every morning when she gets up, I can't help but stare. When she pulls on her prosthetic orthopedic underwear, or if she only has one leg, only needs one stocking, only needs one shoe. Through the house on a gift cart She only has one leg She was dressed up when I saw her from her better side I didn't know she had a stub that dangled underneath her thigh Or did they? She only has one leg She only has one leg It's handy to be handicapped in many ways Like when she parks the car she always gets a better space Or if she only has one leg She only has one leg And this is the Brit Summers Show. Vacillating and oscillating back and forth to different uh, Beatles parodies and uh, comedy bits or whatever it is. Uh, over to, I got a lot of them, so probably last through the next show, in addition to other things. And with that, part one of the Brit Summer Show is over. So stay tuned for more if you're online or if you're tuned in on the ground parked under the tower. 
I'll just uh, go online and hear the rest of the show because I don't know where the rest of the show is scheduled on here. So, <laughs> oh, what did I do? Did I, did I forget to do the uh, calls at the top? Well, that's unusual for me. See, I was all excited about getting back to work here, uh, <laughs> but I forgot. Uh, <laughs> so, going out at the bottom, let me get that out of the way, okay? I'll see everybody on the ground here. On 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, 1470, WWNN. This is the WWN Network. WWNN. It's Brit Summers at the Brit Summers Show. Made a New Year's resolution Well, you know We all want to change our ways You don't like your fat distribution Well, you know Your new routine will last three days But if you go drinking and smoking, catch a disease I tell you, you're gonna be on your knees Cause you know you're gonna heave You're gonna heave all night You know you're gonna heave You're gonna heave all night You know you're gonna heave You're gonna heave all night Hey, you're listening to the Brit Summer Show on Skyhawk Radio, iTunes, FYI Nation, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, SoFlo Channel, eh? cast and and i'm also on another network which i've never heard of before uh, <laughs> it just came up on google every now and then i google uh my show to see what's going on with it and i am on radio public <laughs> i have no idea what that is but if you want to run my show on Radio Public, have at it. Have a happy day. <laughs> I hope you all enjoy it on Radio Public. I, I didn't put it on there. Somebody did. Somebody linked me into a network and, uh, well, that's okay by me. <laughs> uh, I thank you for that. <laughs> and I thank everybody for uh, supporting this show. You know, I was going over the... Uh, uh, listener stats for the year. Uh, let's let's take a sentimental look back now at 2021. Uh, every now and then I do that anyway. And this show's doing okay. I mean, as far as uh, listenership's concerned, around around the globe. And uh, I got to do it maybe next show. I got to pull up those stats because it's hilarious who's listening and what countries are tuning in. But I'll get to that in my next show. The short of it is, is that uh, I got a lot of listeners out there. So remember, there's a donate button on the website, thebritsummershow.com. <laughs> Let's put it this way. If everybody listening to this show sent me one dollar, oh, I would be doing fine. That is to say, if everybody listening, which is several thousand. Okay, send me a buck. <laughs> I'll take I'll take a dollar. Oh, by the way, yeah. The Dollar Tree is now a dollar twenty-five, and I can handle it. But the, the the novelty is gone. It's it's not fun anymore. It was just fun. Look, I paid a dollar, and I used to say I could go to the Dollar Tree because I actually had one dollar. You can't do that no more, and that's that's very sad. I mean, not that I won't go anymore. So it's another quarter, all right. But it's just, they took all the fun out of it. That's what corporate's job is, to take, to squeeze, to choke out all the fun out of life. But speaking of dollars, I sure am grateful for everybody who's been sending in the dollars. And of course, my valued underwriter of the program and special sponsor, Ernie. Oh, we thank you. Thank you, Ernie, for your continued support. There's been a lot of people... Dying, (laughs) 
most of the only one I cared about was Betty White. But then you had that uh, the big fat football guy, who's uh, astoundingly he he lived that long. That uh, Dave Madden, and uh, of course uh, <laughs> Harry Reid. And then you should have said, I mean, like, yeah, he was the most powerful man in Nevada, but uh, he just he kind of exemplified the uh, weakness of the Democratic Party. And then he and then he went ahead and uh, everybody forgets. Because he's a great man who died, you understand. No, he's the guy who said tourists, come, and real ones, not insurrectionists, but kids, you know, schools, whatever it was, taking a tour to Capitol. Uh, he said they smelled funny. Uh, you remember that? Oh, yeah. America hates you, Harry Reid, spineless weenie doo-doo head. Whose side are you on? Jellyfish moron Harry will bend over forwards for whatever neocons want The balls of a fruit fly Harry Reid calls himself a Democrat You're not fit to lead a Girl Scout cavalry Harry represents everything My staff has always said, don't say this, but I'm going to say it again, because it's so descriptive, because it's true. Tourists lined up in summer and winter. In the summertime, because the high humidity and how hot it gets here, you could literally smell the tourists coming into the capital. And that may be descriptive, but it's true. America hates you, heavy weed, rubber stamping jellyfish So how's Harry Reid doing? You won't see him no more. No, but if you turn on the news, they'll tell you he died over and over and over and over and over again. Say, have you heard the news? Well, if you haven't, we'll, we'll tell you uh, segment after segment. He died? You won't see him no more. And I'm going to get to Betty White uh, towards the end of the show, because there's uh, only one way I know how to properly make a tribute to her. Um, she was well-loved throughout the industry. Everybody loved Betty White, but you know there was hardly any uh, comedy bits or parodies you can play. I mean, I, I mentioned her in one, but it makes no sense now. Uh, what more can be said? I mean, you know, she made it ninety-nine years, which can only be attributed to her being so active all those years. Uh, and I know that she was quoted as saying that she attributes to her longevity to not eating anything green. I, I would think it's more that she was always active, always working. And when she wasn't working, uh, she was active with uh, animal advocacy. And uh, that's how you stay alive. Because when you stop, you know, when you're old and you stop, oh, well, then you die. I take it from both of my parents. They just stopped. No, you got to keep moving. You got to keep going. You got to keep hustling. And that's what she did. And even at the age of 99, dying, what is it, 17 days before your 100th birthday is kind of a surprise because you made it that long. It's like, yeah, that is a surprise. And they had all these plans for her 100th uh, birthday and all that. Well, they're going to go on. They're going to continue doing that. But if you want to see, uh, see a documentary about Betty White, there's been one on uh, Netflix, I think, almost two years now. I saw it a year ago. It's pretty good. If you, you want to see a tribute to Betty White now, it's right there on Netflix. And now you know, because they're talking about Alan Ludden, whose name hasn't been mentioned on uh, national television for, what, 30 years? Now <laughs> you're hearing about Alan Ludden. And now you know where I get that line for the audience at home. I say that all the time because that's what he would say on Password. In fact, I used to use that line a lot 
when I was doing webcam porn for the audience at home. <laughs> One more thing I want to throw out there before I wrap this show, because I talked about this before. If you buy anything online, and it doesn't matter from who, uh, you get this, uh, it doesn't matter what you buy, you get a survey. And invariably, it, all it says is, Do you like it? And it happened again for the most ridiculous thing. I needed a two-port USB. You know, one it's a wide jack. You, you plug one in, you get two out. That's all. It was, I don't know, $5.99. <laughs> no shipping. On uh, Amazon Prime. You know, they ship for free, uh, and they use a big giant penis to do it. That was all I ordered. A dual port USB. <laughs> and I get this, uh, and they, you know, it was what I wanted, and they shipped it right away. In fact, they shipped it sooner than I uh, expected, which was great. Okay. So they asked me, would you mind rating our product or our service or whatever it is? And when I clicked on the link, and there it was uh, five stars. I gave it star five. It was fine. But it wouldn't let me just submit that. It takes you down into an area. Uh, tell us your story. Tell us the story of the product you ordered from us. And give us a little description about it. And all. I, I, I just clicked out, but I couldn't help but wonder, <laughs> what, what would you put there if you ordered a dual-port USB? What would be my story? Hmm. Well, how about this? I can remember back from a very tender age when I was very, very young, always dreaming and, and hoping that someday, yes, I do, would have a dual-port USB. And thanks to the fine folks that uh, sold me this dual-port USB, my life is better now, and, uh, but a beep, but a boop. You know, if I had the time to mess around, <laughs> well, I mean, no, no one would get it, so it'd be a total waste of time. <laughs> what would they hope to achieve by that? Tell us your story. I mean, isn't it enough they drop a data mining software in, in your personal computer and phone, and then they track what you buy? Isn't that enough? I mean, we've all acquiesced to that. Yeah. I mean, 20 years ago, it was a big security issue. I mean, not security, but a privacy issue, a Fourth Amendment violation. They track what you buy. They track where you go. Like the insurance companies with those uh, safe driving things they want to stick in your car. Did I talk about that? Yeah, my insurance, when I got the new car, they sent me this device to put in the car that gives me a, a discount if I put it in the car and they uh, monitor my driving. Actually, if you look into it, they're not monitoring your driving. They're monitoring where you drive to. Yes, it is a tracking device. And I don't want to put it in my car. And boy, did they slam me with additional charges. I'm going to have to contact them. I didn't want to do it over the holidays because no one's around. But I'm going to pursue that. Because <laughs> isn't that extortion? Am I wrong? You put this device in your car, we're going to slam you another 50 bucks. Well, I don't want to put that device in my car. I don't want them to know where I go. So they can sell that data to whatever marketing companies they sell it to? No. No! I will not give it to you. No, I will not. And I got the device sitting on my desk. It's not going in my car. Maybe I should activate it and just leave it on my desk. There you go. Where did you go? You, you could track me to my desk. <laughs> Don't look up. Watch it. He's a real no man. His bald head is getting tan. He's wishing he could get some hair from somewhere. Tired of all the baldy jokes. Long-haired folks, he likes to choke. Especially that Bon Jovi bloke with the big hair. Take his face with a bald pate. 
truckload of recently unearthed tapes of the Beatles have been digitally remastered for the new Beatles anthology number nine number nine nine now you can actually hear the Beatles eating food George sit down would you like a sandwich no thanks I just have a bit of fur they're always better the next day anyway yeah when the meat turns yellow yeah old meat yellow submarine sandwich. Hey, uh, we could usually that. Come on. We all eat the yellow submarine. Quite a right. yellow submarine. A yellow, yellow submarine. Stupid sod. It works. They'll buy it. Eavesdrop on one of Ringo's private moments. Hi, everybody. Ringo's in the WC again. Oh, no. He's always in there. Hey, Ringo, have you brought your telly listings? No way. Leave me alone. Hold on. Leave him alone. I hope everything comes out all right. <laughs> Laugh along with those four mop tops as they attempt to jump the battery in John's Rolls Royce. I've got the cables on. You can turn the motor. Yeah, if you can find the bloody keys. It's painted yellow. That battery has nothing to do with it being yellow. Perhaps you're right. Where's Paul anyway? Silly queen never turned the wrench in his life. Try it again. Come on, you can drive my car. Aren't you the star? Be the first lemming in line for The Beatles Anthology Number 9. The Beatles Spectacular is really moving. Woo! On 77 WABC. Message to all my friends from Ringo Starr. I'm so tired of being the least important Beatle. I don't want to sign your autographs anymore. I've been signing your bloody autographs eight days a week the last 40 years. So don't bother me. You'll get no reply. I've had enough of this misery. It's getting me nowhere, man. I was a marginal drummer anyway. Pete was best, so go ask him. I simply no longer have any time at all for bloody autographs. Because I'm a very busy man, so let it be. 
I must tend to my octopus's garden. So if you'll excuse me as I grab me coat and hat to make the bus in seconds flat. I'm sorry, sorry for all this, but it's all too much. I've just got to get you out of my life. And you, get off me, Lord. We're gonna move, yeah. yeah. sings the Beatles. We all live in a yellow submarine. Yes, Burdette Ashton sings all the timeless classics by Britain's Fab Four. Help. I need somebody help. Plus you'll get this monster smash. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. And who can forget? Hey Jude, don't make it bad. Yes, he's Burdette Ashton, country music legend. The long and winding road. This special 17 record collection available now and only through this exclusive radio offer.
Piggies covering their tracks. G.A.O. has G.O. Piggies pooping in their pants. They don't want the facts investigated. On their moral ground As they restore integrity Back to the White House Media's blacked out Now that they control it FBI alerts are handy Subterfuge to very certain headlines When the piggies get in they just place the blame on Clinton. Look at all the G.O. piggies in their nice blue eyes. Feed you all their nifty-ditty patriotic lies. They don't care who dies. They want that pipeline. Close your eyes and listen to the Beatles. They're having a ball right here with us. 77 WABC. my tribute to Betty Boy. What better tribute could there be? I mean, 20 years that show was on, and, and she was on there with them. I can't help but wonder if they use this for their wedding song. So concludes episode number one, the first entry uh, to 2022. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, and, and uh, I hope everybody had a great holiday. And now it's back to work, as you will find out on my next program coming up. <laughs> Playtime is going to be over. Remember, if you're going to contact me now, the email has changed. It is now the Brittany Summers Show at Gmail, and that is 1T1M. And I always get the question. Is that S-U-M-M-E-R? No, no. One M. Is that B-R-T-T-E? Or is that uh, B-R-I-T-T-T-A-A-A-A-N? No, no, no. It's just one T. B-R-I-T-A-N-Y-S-O-M-E-R-S. Easy. The Brittany Summer Show at Gmail. And I'd like to find out who has the Brit Summer Show at Gmail. Wasn't me. Another mystery that has yet to be solved. Until next time, I'll see you back here on Skyhawk Radio, iTunes, FYI Nation, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, SoFlo Channel, Acast, and uh, Radio Public. Whatever that is. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Two. Her Majesty's... <clears throat> Her Majesty's a pretty nice girl, but she doesn't have a lot to say. No. 
Now Maggie, she's a pretty nice girl, but she changes from day to day. Uh-huh. I wanna tell her that I love her a lot, but I gotta get a belly full of wine. Majesty's a pretty nice girl Someday I'm gonna make a mine Oh yeah Someday I'm gonna make a mine